like to start off tonight by thanking the church for this opportunity to come and try to stand tonight. And I'd like to thank everybody that's made their way. I know the weather's been quite rough this evening, and it's hopeful to see that all these that's come this way tonight. It gives me a lot of hope. And uh, I'd like to start by telling a little bit about myself. Uh, my name's Brother Cody Thomas. I'm from I'm a member at Macon Missionary Baptist Church in Lafayette. Um, I didn't always grow up in this way. I was brought up. From the first for the first 17 years of my life in a church of Christ. And it wasn't until I met this girl that she started dragging me to church with her. And we went to a, it was when Macon was still a mission there in Lafayette, we went to a revival and effort meeting there one night. And the reason I went was because one of my good buddies was supposed to be standing and preaching that night. His name's Brother Wes Pettigo. He was going to be standing and preaching that night. And I thought, well, I can go listen to him. I know him real well, and I can go listen to him. And I sat there that night. I can remember it just sitting back in the back of that house that night, and Lord let me know that night where I stood with him. And it wasn't in a very good place. And I'm ashamed to tell you today that I walked out the doors that night being lost and dead in my sins. A couple years later, I'm laying, I was laying in the bed next to that same girl that had drugged me to church. And she had just told me about her being pregnant with our first child a few days before that. And I laid in the bed that night and I had all of this worry and everything just come back on me. I just couldn't do nothing but just lay there. And I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do nothing else. And I laid there and I finally decided I was going to do what I thought would be best to do. And that was just start praying. When I started praying, the Lord let me know real quick what it was that would take all that pain away. What it was that I was in need of. And I, I can't tell you, there's that space and time there that I laid there and I cried and I prayed and I rolled around in that bed and I don't I have no idea how long it was but when I opened my eyes I had that sweet peace and that's all that matters I rolled over and I wanted to tell her all about it she's asleep and the devil said just wait for her in the morning just tell her tomorrow tell her tomorrow it turned into about five years before I ever told her I stood finally there at the church at Macon and told my testimony and joined the church. And then it wasn't very long, like the brother said, we, uh, I had this urge, you know, I was telling a few of you earlier, I had this urge that I just, something inside of me was telling me that I had something more to do. I had something bigger to do. And I, I we come to the association meeting here and before that, Brother Chris, he had asked me about trying to be a deacon there at the church, and, and I had obliged and said, yes, I would, but that still didn't ever go anywhere. It, still, it was still there. We come to the association meeting, and I can remember we were sitting right back there on one of them back pews, 
And Brother Ron Spurgeon, he stood up back there and was talking about being called to preach. And I said, oh, Lord, I hope that don't happen to me. Well, we was leaving that evening, and I can probably take you right out there to the exact parking spot where we was getting in the car. And Brother Wayne, he said, well, since we all came this way today, that our names are on the list, they may put us on a job to have next year for the association meeting. We may have to get up there and do something. And Brother Chris, he said, no, he said, that's only for the preachers. And let me tell you, when, when I tell you this, be careful what you say sometimes because my big mouth spoke up. And I said, well, there's only two of them in this car. And that small voice, I, can, I heard it clear in the back of my head. It said, no, there's three. And my heart sank. And I don't think I said a word all the way back to Lafette that day. And I've been, I've been trying to preach now for a little over a year. I'm still not real good at it and don't know that I ever will be, but I, I, I'm learning to trust in the Lord a whole lot more as we go on. That's about all I can do. We're going to start tonight here in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're probably going to, probably going to read down through verse 11, but We'll just see where the Lord leads this. I may have to stop a little along the way. We'll start here in the first verse. I just ask that y'all pray for me tonight. I do have a desire in your prayers. The first verse, it says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also ye are saved, if you keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. Uh, and what, what those scriptures are saying here is the Apostle Paul is talking here to this church in Corinth, in Corinth and he's, he's telling them that this gospel of which I was saved by, and which I have delivered unto you, is the same gospel that we need to continue in and to continue to preach in. And it, it's nothing more than just the simple gospel, which is the simple good news of Jesus Christ. Nothing more, nothing less. Just Jesus Christ. That's, that's where we need to stay at. You know, we all get... I'm not saying this church. I'm just saying that there's churches out there and, and people that we just get so far into tradition and so far into this and into that, that we lose sight of our main goal, which was Jesus Christ. You know, we find in, uh, turn with me real quick here to the book of Revelations in chapter 2, Jesus, he's here, he's talking to the church at Ephesus, and then he's telling them all these good things, all these good works that they've done. They've done this and they've done that and all of that. And then we find here in verse 4, it says, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. You know, he told them there that we, you've done this and you've done that, and the only thing I have against you is that you have left your first love, which is Jesus Christ. 
And you know, we get so far into that today where we're trying to do this and we're trying to do that and we lose sight of our first love. We lose sight of that simple gospel that was declared unto us and that we are trying to declare today. And we'll go home here in verse verse 3. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. And that's, that's, where, that's the first part of this simple gospel that we preach today, is that Jesus Christ came and that He died for our sins. And we find this here in, bear with me for a minute, in the book of Isaiah, where Isaiah was prophesying. In 50, Isaiah in 53, it says here, in verse 4, Surely He hath borne our griefs, and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. And that was, when you look at that, and you look at the book of Isaiah, that was somewhat, 700 somewhat years before Jesus Christ. And that's what this is all pointing to. This entire Bible here is pointing to Jesus Christ. The beginning from Genesis to Revelations. In the beginning in Genesis, it's pointing toward Him. This is the Messiah that is coming for the Savior, to be the Savior of the world. And then you find here in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, in the beginning of that is Jesus Christ in the flesh. And then it's pointing back at Him. You can find them all just pointing at Jesus Christ. And that's the where we need to stay at. And we'll find, and we'll go on here in verse 4 that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen of Caiaphas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen uh, of above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain until this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and, and of all. He was seen of me also as a one born out of due time. And what the Apostle Paul is trying to point out there, I believe, is that he was seen after, he, after Jesus was crucified and put in the tomb and God raised him on the third day. What he's trying to say is that all of these people saw him. That Peter and the twelve and then these 500 people, all of their stories are the same. They all say the same simple gospel. There is no way that all of these people could form this big, huge scandal and this big, huge lie together to, to, to lie about this. And that's what he's trying to tell them here, I believe, is that all of these people, they had the same simple gospel delivered to them. And he was the last one that saw, had saw Jesus and we'll go on in verse 9 here. And it says, For I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God I am what I am, and His grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was in me. You know, I have the same feeling as the Apostle Paul where he, where he says that I am the least of the apostles 
that I am not meet to be called an apostle. I am not meet to be called a preacher today. But here I am by the grace of God standing here delivering His Word tonight. I don't deserve to be standing here. I know I didn't. I, I didn't go and persecute the church and martyr Christians like Apostle Paul did. But what sin is worse than another? You know, in our judicial system, murder would be worse than stealing a piece of bubble gum. But in God's eyes, sin is sin. We're all born into it today. And nothing is worse than, than, than the last. And I, and I today was at one time the same as the Apostle Paul. I was a sinner, lost and dead going to hell until I met a man named Jesus and was delivered that simple gospel. And that's exactly what we need to stick to today is that simple gospel of Jesus Christ. Like I said earlier, you know, we get so far into that tradition, we, into our traditions, into doing this, and we have to do these things. You know, there is things that the Lord had put placed in this Bible for His church to take part of and to do. But there's a lot of things that we, 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 we're kind of straying away, I do believe, from Jesus. Not this church or any of but I, just us as a world today in, in this world. And that's, where, and that's what I'm trying to get at tonight is that that's where we need to stay. And, you know, the gospel of Jesus Christ, we find it here in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John as we see this man named Jesus who was born in a manger. And he lived his life and he died on the cross. But I do not believe tonight that the story of Jesus started as a baby in a manger. The story of Jesus Christ started at the beginning of the earth. The same time that God was there speaking this world into existence, the, the plan of salvation through Jesus Christ it wasn't plan B and plan C or plan D. You know, he didn't have all these other things. You know, maybe we can work through Abraham. Maybe we can th work through Moses. The plan of salvation through Jesus Christ was plan A from the beginning of the world. And if, we, if it was just, if the gospel of Jesus just started with a baby in a manger, that's where it would only be. It was just a baby in a manger. But, when you look at what, what he did, what he left behind, he left his heavenly court to come to bind himself to man. He was not just a man and he was not you know, half man and half God. He was both fully man and fully God at the same time. And he bound himself to us so that he could die for us so that we may have eternal life through him. And that is the simple gospel today that we need to continue preaching on and to continue living and declaring to all these other lost souls today because that is the simple gospel that will get them salvation. I thank you all for your prayers tonight. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm done with my thoughts. And I just thank you all again for just another opportunity to to come and to preach and to stand for y'all tonight. I just ask that y'all continue to pray for me.